0: Shut up, and sit down.
1: Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor.
2: Damn, me need all the freaking chips, Kip. Napoleon, don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides, We both know I'm trying to become a cage fighter. Since Wayne Kip, you
1: have the worst reflexes of all time. Try and hit me Napoleon. What? I said come down here and see what happens if you try and hit me.
2: You're killing me, Smalls!
1: Would you
3: be willing to trade all the days from this day to that
0: for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never
4: take... Dialed Podcast Hey, and welcome back to the Dialed Podcast I'm Jake von during and today I'm here with Mr. Matt LeGrand Hello, good evening Mr. Evan Price How's it going? And Senor Lance Epler
2: Lance Romance in the oh. house Stick it. Lance Romance <laughs> Yes <laughs> Oh, sorry about
3: that. Yeah, that's... That's sticking. That's that's going to stay. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah. yeah. you all have to get used it to that. it. It already sorry.
2: upsets yeah. my kids so much that now I can't stop doing it oh. <laughs> just to annoy them. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's beautiful. We should make T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh, all right. Hey, let's just run around the table real quick. I just wanted to um, kind of touch base with each one of you real quick just to remind the folks out there who you are and, and maybe you can just tell a little bit more about yourself because... We're starting to reach a few more people. This is good yeah, stuff. So, yeah. hey, real quick, Matt, in your
1: day-to-day, what is it that you do, my friend? What would you say you do? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I write software. <laughs> yeah, stapler. Uh, I write software. Uh, Who is your biggest client? I have a swooshy, swooshy-ish client that will go unnamed. We'll well, yeah. Like, yeah. Adidas. Adidas. A swooshi ish A ish Adidas. <laughs> call, him, call him Adidas. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, have, a, you know, whomever will pay me to write software. So mostly it's mobile software. Um, and I actually, I, I was writing Android and iOS software, and now I pretty much just write iOS software. So yeah. that is my gig. And I do
4: have one app on my phone that was made by a well, Matt Legrand. Yeah, wow. but I think oh, I pulled
1: wow. I pulled it from the store because I didn't want to, it was like basically it, were, it relied on Garmin data to to post, you know, um it would, it would graph, like, it was interesting. So it would it would graph, like, um, elevation, or it would graph pace, or whatever it would, huh. onto your picture. So, like, this is perfect for Lance, ah. right? So, so Lance would maybe post a beautiful picture of a lake in Camas, Washington, for example. But he could also <laughs> post, like, his ride elevation on top of it, and it would, like, basically do the graph on top of the image. So that was the app, and it was called... Um, activity, activity images. images. I think yeah. that's
4: what it was. So it's not on the app store anymore. No,
1: right? no, no, no. I pulled it. And oh. and so the problem is, is, uh, so it, it needed to pull data from Garmin. And if Garmin changes their data structure, which they do, you know, and they can do, that's their, that's their prerogative. Anytime they changed it, it would break the app. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not, well. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't ideal. But yeah, so I mean. D- does my app still work then or do I need to delete it? Um, I'm, I would not expect it to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that, that's a bummer. That's what a bummer. kind of racing are you into, Matt? Oh, I like the triathlon type things. Um, I have been known to do running races. I haven't done a lot of swimming specific races, although, um, you know, I will at some point. Uh, I've done, I think, you know, like one small swim meet. Uh, I grew up running, so I absolutely love running races. It's, it hasn't gotten old yet. Why don't you drop your ten k PR just so yeah. people can understand uh, how fast you? No, I mean, so this is so I've run like thirty one fifteen in the ten k, oh. which you yeah. Well, I know, but it's like <laughs> wow. you guys. So you guys think that's fast, right? Traffic like, think that's but, fast, yes. <laughs> but like, for, yeah I think if if you're if you ran collegiately, like you get the idea. Like that's fine, it's okay. good, but it's not like you're not. You're not gonna go to the, you know, you're not gonna be one of the finalists in the NCAA championships, no. right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, not close, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, so I had some good cross country performances in college, and I think I was like all regional in the south south region, Ooh. and yeah, and went to the NCAA championships, which was super cool. Wow, I was on ESPN, and um, and my wife's been on ESPN like twenty times, and I'm like, yeah, well. I, I, I'm like this,
2: you see that blur that went in the back of the pack is, back there? Like that was me. Your wife, it. your wife is the cooler one in the couple then way okay. cooler. Like, just not, making sure. I mean, but you knew the answer to that question before well, you asked, right? Yes, I did, but yeah, I yeah, just yeah. wanted the world okay. to know. Well, was,
1: <laughs> I mean, they could, they probably, don't you think that they would just assume? I would think so. Maybe <laughs> right? they listen for five to 10 minutes. They're going to make an assumption that the wife is cooler than, uh, than this guy. So. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. So, uh, so software's my gig. You know, and uh, and podcasting.
4: What about your fastest I am time?
1: Okay, so this fall I uh, ran the Ironman Arizona. I, I don't know. What do you say? You ran it? You triathloned it? Competed in. Competed <laughs> in? Completed in. Com- yeah, it's it. a complete. Completed. Yeah. yeah. So ironically, I ran really stupid. You know, I've I've run a fair amount in my history and did not run intelligently at that race. But uh my time was nine fifty five. So
2: wow. you know, the it thing is is like, club.
1: yeah, right? Like try to break you wow. know and that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I ran so stupid, like I'm not gonna break ten hours because I ran so dumb. <laughs> and uh and just last two miles just like you know, gutted it out, kind of thing. Good you would have been you. proud, Lance. You would have been very proud. I, have, I am already proud. Okay. okay. I think
2: you're the cooler one now. Oh well. <laughs> so, spend more time with the wife. She's pretty cool.
1: <laughs>
4: Tell us one weird thing about yourself, Matt. Okay. Um,
1: this is weird. Uh, I think the only person that knows this is my wife, and she'll be like, "Yeah, this is weird." But uh, I <clears throat> wear um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't so, touch anything, Jake. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> The uh one weird thing about me is um I'll actually I wear tight socks and tight gloves. Which is so weird. Like like my wife and I can share socks and I can share gloves with like my kids. Like huh? tight. Yeah. Like it it weirds me out like big socks that are too loose. It's not it's not a horrible thing. It's not something I'm in. Super embarrassed. It's <laughs> <laughs> just weird. As, as long as your underwear is not too tight, <laughs> I guess. Or going long. up your butt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. wait. <laughs> okay. You mean my thong? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Only <laughs> yeah. compression shorts. Yeah, that's, yeah. My, my, maybe a, not. It, it's a man thong. Okay. okay, so oh, okay oh, if that I'm makes you. Bro- right. Let's leave.
4: Let's leave uh, it at that. Let's a wrong,
1: leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's a man, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty tight, you know. It's my thong is pretty tight. I'd say. All right. But yeah. I
2: think All we right. should move on. Yes, oh, moving ooh. on. Okay. Okay. All
4: right. Sitting to Matt's left is Evan Price, sporting his Cleveland Cavaliers oh, um, yeah. t-shirt. God.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> Evan, what's your day to day, my friend? Uh, I am a physical therapist and a part owner in Edge Cycling Technologies and. Yeah, I'd like to work with endurance athletes as a physical therapist. So most of my life is spent around these sports, yeah, which is fun. What's the name
4: of the clinic you work at?
3: Uh, proactive Physical Therapy Specialist. In, so we're the East Vancouver location, if you're trying to look us up. And if you have a nagging injury, please come see me. Damn and they man. actually Famous have blog-
4: locations all over the place, mm-hmm. here in the yeah. Pacific Northwest at least. Oh, yeah, correct? we
3: have quite a few in Oregon and uh, uh, I think four or five in Washington. So Yeah. And they yeah. are one of our
4: silver sponsors for the Dowd Cycling Team. Mm-hmm. Thank nice. you very much. Nice. Yes. You. I pushed. Right, I Evan. pushed
3: hard for that. And, you know, met Jake, and I was like, "We <laughs> need to sponsor this team, please." <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: and we're happy to have
3: them. Um, mm-hmm. What kind of racing are you into, Evan? Uh, the triathloning. The triathlon. The, the triathloning. <laughs> um, I dabble in running, not yeah. nearly as quickly as Matt does, but. Um. I yeah. think you went one. Did you go one eighteen? One yeah. eighteen. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I not, mean, it's,
2: wait, one I mean, eighteen yeah. for a half right. marathon? Right. Yeah, like, that is like The fast. other day, right? Yeah. yeah. So if I were to yeah. run, wait, I I was in the same race, wasn't I?
1: Yeah, I didn't finish that run. <laughs> I ran three miles with my wife. Your gloves were too tight.
2: I, my gloves and my, my
1: socks were also tight. It was a cold day. That was a very <laughs> that, cold day. So,
3: so that's why I didn't finish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, but you did a great job of like telling me to calm the heck down and pick my cadence up. So you ran, you ran yeah. well.
1: I was super impressed with wow. your time, and it time. time. It was fun. It was really impressive. So Derek, yeah, Derek killed it. Yeah. It was great. What yeah. about your pass tracing?
3: What else, what else uh, have you done? Past, I, I raced Cat 3 Cycling for a while mm-hmm. when I was in Ohio. I uh, raced all over the Midwest, and past racing i really have kind of started to focus on the 73 distance lately but um Good. i think my pr is 412 something right now oh. so what I'd about f- like to, future racing what 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 do you have your eyes on so yeah. that's yeah i got i got saint uh, st george 73 coming up in the first weekend in may
2: okay. half fireman half in st george
3: and yeah. it is going to be at altitude it's going to be hot and my legs are gonna hurt. But, so, so you know. would you say
1: that's not a PR course, or no, no, not not at okay. all. No,
3: no. And just looking at the the course map, the the last climb is like at mile forty five, and it's a big long climb. And then the run is just nothing but up and down. No. I think the first three miles are so, like
1: mostly uphill. So you'll compare your your result to just other people in yeah. your group yeah, or exact. there's um just all amateurs or yeah
3: okay. when 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 i raced uh a chattanooga world championship last year a few of those guys are going to be there so those are kind of guys i'll be i'll be gunning for yeah. so
1: is it hard to judge your fitness when you go to do a race like that and the you know it's hilly and whatever yeah it's... Yeah, I think I think for for me, I know the speed
3: of some of the guys that I'm going to be racing there, so I know that if I'm beating them, I know where my fitness is. Then so. and then,
1: do you look at like wattage and you're like, hey, look, my watts are, I'm you know decent, and I still ran okay. And you're, That you're, means you're
3: you're stealing my weird fact there. I don't oh. race to wattage. Oh, no, no I have I have plenty of other weird facts. My coach isn't supposed to. He wants me to race to wattage, but I can't. I'm not I'm not numbers when I race. I sometimes will race without a watch. I yeah. just need to. I need to just feel go. it. I don't want to. Look, I do not want to look at numbers. Yeah, but yeah. after
1: the race, you could just look at your yeah. average watts. No, no,
3: nothing. no. It's just yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want even to be tempted to think about it.
2: Yeah. One of the fastest half Ironmans I ever did was my watch got kicked off in the swim. <laughs> went to the bottom. <laughs> oh, that's of the a lake. rare oh, kick, man. right? Now. Yeah. Ooh. Somebody connected with it, and it That's went ex- to the bottom of the lake. Expensive and, kick. And I yeah. just like gutted it out for the rest of the half Ironman, and it was one of my fastest races. Go by
3: feel, man. Crazy.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> what about the future? When, uh, am I going to get you off this like swimming and running thing, and just so have you focus on wanna, that, those two wheels? I want. <laughs>
3: I want to go back to focusing on two wheels at some point. I got. I got nationals this year to focus on yep. for a triathlon, and then after that, I've already made the promise here that I'm going to. I'm gonna jump into cyclocross at at some point, point. here. I could eight. see
1: I could see him being like deep into cyclocross. Oh yeah! yeah. Two years from now, this is gonna be a, psych, a cyclocross podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll I, we'll it just looks like say. so much fun. I'm so
3: tired of like really strict training i want to just like hammer and have fun like that's yeah, yeah. i love the cyclocross community there it's like it's, it's like the cross-country community oh, yeah. it's just a fun it's, community it's like
1: the, it's like the extreme of cross-country yeah. like it's like yeah. yeah we have cowbells and stuff but no one's throwing beer at you while <laughs> you race it's beer and obscenities
3: god cycling is awesome yeah. i i, I yeah. miss and love cycling yeah. my, my first love was absolutely cycling one weird
4: thing about you, Evan.
3: Oh, one weird What's thing. What's one weird okay. thing? I got I got quite a few, and we will address all of them in due time. But I, uh, when I shave my legs, <laughs> I just wet them barely, and then just straight razor. Yeah. I mean, just like <laughs> against the grain too. <laughs> Do you just hate yourself? So I <laughs> I have this kick of I have a buddy who me and him are doing these weird things to like make ourselves feel tougher. So mm-hmm. we'll like. We'll both take cold showers for long periods of time during the summer. We'll like, to say, like, I haven't taken a warm shower in two weeks, it's we're idiots, and like, <laughs> sh- I'll shave against the grain to tell them, You see, it's not, it's not feminine when I shave my legs, I'm going against the grain to make you know, oh, so, yeah, yeah, Tough, <laughs> <So man>. it's, <laughs> it's the only way I can make shave my legs feel okay,
1: <laughs> okay, okay, Excellent. That's, that's
2: a whole other topic to shave or not shave, to shave, yes. yeah, that's we'll, the question. we'll get there someday, all day long, <laughs> except for those
4: winter months when it's freaking cold as all get out, <laughs> oh, god, all right. To uh, to Evans'
2: left is Lance Hepler. Lance, tell us about your day to day. Um, I am an international man of leisure. <laughs> <laughs> Lance romance. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Lance romance. <laughs> um, I'm recently retired. I was a dentist for 20 years, and I just recently sold all my offices, and I just manage my investments and whatnot now. So, yeah, I'm. I'm the most hated man in America. I'm 47 years old, and I have no job, and I don't need one. So yeah.
4: just got to go out there and win one bike race that has <laughs> like a $15 right. purse, and that's you're a professional bike racer, A professional
1: bike race, yeah. And even if you win beer, and I buy that beer from you, then that counts. Th- Th- then, then it counts because
2: yeah. I've been giving counts. it away. I should have yeah. sold it to you. Yes, you should. Uh, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, what kind of racing are you into, Lance?
2: Um, I. The racing I like the most is cyclocross and, gotcha. and mountain bike cross country racing. Those are the two things I tend to be fairly good at and like, but, um, I've also, I'll also do a bunch of road races through the year, circuit races or whatnot. So yeah done a few of those so lance are you are you hoping to push the cyclocross season this year yes i you know it really depends i'm recovering from a big back injury um i really have no business actually getting back on the race course but um i'm just gonna kind of see how i feel so um i'm hoping to be able to do a few races this year cool yeah, it's perfect.
4: You now I know that we recently talked about this, um, but tell us a little bit more about your just your athletic past and your your racing past. You really kind of kicked things off into
2: full gear in college. You were a decathlete, yeah, correct? I was a track athlete in college, and then um, and then I did triathlons for five or six years you didn't just do triathlons you did all triathlons yeah <laughs> well, i did, the Iron Man. I did yeah. three ironman distance races i did like 40 or 50 shorter races or half ironman races so, so lance so. would hop on google and he's like triathlons across the country and <laughs> hit enter and then it's
4: like they come up and he's like sign up sign up sign up sign yeah, up." yeah it, it up, was stupid
2: <laughs> yeah but we'll, we'll get to that today when we talk about balance because i was way out of balance for a while <laughs>
4: So you've done the Boston Marathon a few times, you've done a...
2: God, I, I don't even know how many marathons you. I've done you like the 17 marathons oh yeah so I went through my triathlon phase then I went through my marathon phase and now I'm in my cycling phase and, and it's like it's like dating phases <laughs> yes, isn't it <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
4: so you're you're kind of rehabbing you're going to rehab continuously through the rest of this year you're going to get yourself back acclimated to being on the bike and hopefully healthy and not having any symptoms yes. you want to be asymptomatic and, and back to being Lance um, Lance romance okay Lance romance <laughs> yeah um um, so let's fast forward to 2019. Let's say that we've got a 100% healthy, you know, Lance that has no issues. You're, you're strengthened, you're balanced. You've got your fitness back. Um, what, what would you like to do?
2: Um, I'll, I'll do road racing circuit races through the spring and the summer, and then I'll do, um, short track and cycling races and, uh, mountain bike cross country races through the fall. That'll be my plan. Gotcha. So I don't, if there's a road race that has a lot of climbing, I know that's not one of my strengths, and I and I probably will not do those. I don't know. I mean, we we'll the, the last we checked in
4: with you not too long ago, you'd lost thirty pounds. You've probably even lost another pound or two since 30 then. Thirty pounds. Yes, <laughs> Lance. Lance <laughs> is looking lean and mean. Is. Let me tell you. Look at
3: that jawline over
4: there. Oh my <laughs> gosh! You're gonna fast forward to the cross, uh, the cyclocross season, and you're gonna weigh like 180 pounds. And you're going to have those massive tree trunks just going into town. Your watts per kilo are going to go through the roof.
2: That's the idea.
4: So don't tell me that you're not <laughs> going to be out there duking it out at you some big climbing
2: race. You're to be at that power weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So well, those we'll, watts per kilo we'll are see. just, just skyrocketing right know, now. I don't really <laughs> like, like lean and healthy Lance because I can't ride with you. Like, <laughs> it's not fun. Like, I like I like Lance. Like, I've that. been <laughs> dropped on
2: so many group rides these last like eight months. Oh, don't feel bad at all. Wow. <laughs> what so, happened to Lance? Yeah. He's dead in the ditch. Do you
4: have <laughs> one race that that's like God? I would love to win that race. I would love to be like sitting on top of the podium for that one. And I'd love to really focus in on that.
2: Um, any cyclocross crusade race? Yeah. any yeah. one of them. They have cyclocross crusade is a big uh, historical cyclocross racing series here in the Portland, Oregon area. And it's gotten attention from all over the U S there's a lot of people that come to do those. I would, I would love to win my division in one of those races. It would yeah. be okay. fantastic.
4: So in on any given weekend, uh, they're all pretty popular if I'm not mistaken yeah. on any given weekend about how many participants would show up, will show up to one of
2: those races. Um, there's about Three thousand racers that tend to go to those races, but it's but that's across
1: (laughs) dozens of categories all day
2: long, and usually my category will have between ninety and one hundred and thirty. People in it, it's still nuts. Yeah. How beat up is that
3: course? Oh yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's a mud hole.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. So it, whatever. Even if it's dry, it's a mud hole. Yeah.
4: And if you're not getting a call up in those races based on your correct your you know your placings in that and how well you're doing the series and you're in the very back. You're, you're pretty much screwed, you, right? You do
2: not start in the very back.
4: Now, I've been told <laughs> if you do start in the very back, they're, they're almost apologetic and they're you're like, there uh, for fun. You're, you're there for fun. Sorry about that. Here's yes. a case of beer or a that's, six pack of beer. That, for, right. Like <laughs> our, our
2: condolences for landing back here, right? <laughs> so the call-ups will usually be about the first 15 or 20 people. If gotcha. you don't get a call-up, um, you've got to fight to get in that very next row if you want a chance at being in the race. Crazy! I'm yeah. way too polite
1: for this
3: sport. Yes, I couldn't do it. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the back of every well, cyclocross that, race. That's,
1: you'll be surprised. Like a lot of the cyclocross guys and girls, they are actually pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You know, um, I think everyone's there to not get hurt and stuff like that. Correct. So like you, you can communicate during the race. Like, yeah. hey, I'm taking this line, it's and funny. like you have space to pass or whatever it is. Yeah. And people get. People get gassed by the end of the, yes. <laughs> by the end of those races. So yeah. they're pretty yeah. cool with you up passing. I mean, you're not going to get gassed in a 45-minute race. You don't, uh, you don't have the wattage to go. That's all. that's true. I mean, I, my, my, my peak watch is not going right? to allow me to get gassed. That, that, was, <laughs> that was my problem, too, is like uh, I've been going for 45 minutes, and uh, I'm pushing my
2: my max 100 watts. Can't yeah. seem to, <laughs> and 150. My, but I can't seem to wear myself out here. Even when I was really fit two years ago, I've, like, barely cracked the top 10. In a couple of the cyclocross crusade races, wow. so it'd be a, it'd be a big boost for me to, yeah. to do that. But yeah, I still haven't had
4: the opportunity to uh, jump into one of those. It was um, just didn't work out with my schedule in my first season last year. But um, I'll, I'll try and get out there yeah. and mix it up with you They're this fun. year. Yeah. And I, I did have a blast doing the GP series up here, which is yeah. the, like the, the the younger brother to the the cross crusades. And so they don't have near the attendance. I mean, they're usually more in like the what the four to five hundred range. Yeah, in some of their their better races, but i, I kind of tend to like that because it's like everybody's got a fight and chance like from the go I mean you don't have to necessarily have a call up to be able to place top 10 so right there's there's nothing more frustrating than having the 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 athleticism and the ability and the fitness
2: and not to be win able to get around people yeah. and
4: yeah you're just like you know <laughs> what, what what can you do so yeah, that's for true all right. Oh uh, well, I, I don't know if you guys really care to hear about me, but my name is uh, We do. We do. <laughs> Wait, do you wanna hear uh, one, one weird thing, thing. I was gonna ask I oh, so gotta one have one thing. weird thing from Lance We can't <laughs> skip over one <laughs> weird thing from Lance Romance. Oh, yeah, party foul. All right, hey, Lance, <laughs> one weird thing about Lance.
2: Um, I really shouldn't tell the story, but I'm gonna anyway. Um I have um uh, I've got three kids. They're twenty one. Holy cow, they're 22 and 21 and 17. I can't can't even keep them straight. And uh, they've all been very involved with sports and theater and musicals. And I can't go to an event that my kids are participating in and not tear up. Oh, man. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? I'm a big old marshmallow, and I'm sitting in the back, and I'm trying to hold my face so nobody sees me starting so, to tear up, like but you're, man, you're, every yeah. time they see them like do something cool, I just... Tear yeah. up! I'm so
1: let's say like your son's in like a boxing match or something. You're uh, just balling That's right. In the back. That's right. Okay. I <laughs> okay. I can't hold it in. That's that's cool. understandable. That is by far the best. thing yeah. so I far. <laughs> <it's> softy, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> having having kids, man. Having kids changes as, you. Yeah, totally as, changes as you different. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jake, would you be so polite as to give us like who are you? What would you say <laughs> you do here? <laughs> What it is that I do, um, I am
4: the proprietor, the founder of Dialed Cycling. Yeah, Dialed Chief, Cycling Lab. Chief instigator. Uh, there you go. And the Dialed Cycling team and um, in, in cahoots with you guys on this Dialed Cycling podcast, we're starting this whole Dialed Empire. The empire. How about the Empire? <laughs> evil <laughs> Empire. <laughs> evil <laughs> Empire. <laughs> so evil. <laughs> so um, I get into doing a lot of uh, service work for the local cycling community. I do a little bit of coaching. I do um, sales. I, I work with a few different uh, bike managers manufacturers. Um, I've got a little bike shop going on, uh, doing the, the cycling team and kind of just, if it has to do with a bike, it's something that I pretty much love and I want to have my hands involved with and just trying to grow this little uh, thing into something that could be pretty cool for a lot of people to, to enjoy and have fun with and bringing the community together. And I'm really excited about the impact that we've made thus far in our short tenure. And I'm very excited about the future of what, um, you know, what uh, the future has in store it's for Dow It's yeah. been a really great thing.
2: Do you, so. do you
1: have any weird, weird elements that you want to share with the group? <laughs> weird elements.
4: Um, I have uh, kind of a condition where if, if people start chewing and I can hear them chewing on food, Oh, boy. I, I have totally. to get up and I have to leave the room. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not kidding you. Cause like you shouldn't have chocolate. shared that. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to start like bringing bagels in it's here, it's here it's and start it, chewing it, into it the it microphone. Hit, Here's like the caveat. Like if I don't get up and walk out of the room, I, I feel compelled to punch you in the nose.
3: So. <laughs> And that's wait just, that would make even better that radio. could make for a really funny <laughs> podcast like
4: how how hard can we push Jake
3: before he actually
4: punches me <laughs> yeah and it's just one of those things that absolutely drives me up the wall I mean it's so bad that like my son will come out and he's the nicest kid and I'm, you know, I, I make my kids lunches every single morning for him. Um, and he'll come out there and he'll pour a bowl of Cheerios. I'm like, time out, buddy. I need you to go upstairs <laughs> and like, and I've been giving him all these tasks <laughs> to do before he starts chewing <laughs> on his Cheerios. So I'm like, chew in yeah, the room, <laughs> yeah, you know, go, go, go clean up your room and do your hair and brush your teeth. Oh wait, dad, I, I, I haven't had breakfast yet. Why do you want me to brush my teeth? Well, you can brush them again afterwards. So I'm, like, I'm getting all these things, and then I just start flying through the Good lunches. Good oral health care is important. Yes, I'm appealing yes. to Doctor Lance Hepler over here. So I, that's just one of those things that if I can hear you, like if I'm in a movie theater and somebody's chewing on popcorn, it drives me up the friggin' wall. I will
3: actually take popcorn and throw it at you if I don't know you and say, "Hey, shh. chew your mouth closed." What about so. what, what about like during a race, like the guy like sucking down a gel really loud? Is that just like? That's when I'll do the solo break off the front. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, little bump handlebars into them.
4: There yeah, that's, that's my one little weird thing. And I, I, you know, I guess I do have a couple other little quirks that I don't need to necessarily share with you guys, but that, that's probably the the one. In, the in, one, in the due one. time, we'll, we'll find all these yeah. quirks at some what point. What kind
2: of uh, racing are you doing? Um,. You know what? I really
4: love road racing. Um, I really love mountain bike racing. I actually came originally from mountain bike racing, got on the road bike to get better at mountain bike racing, fell in love with the road bike. It um, was my mistress to my mountain bike for a while, and and now it seems to be my mainstay. Um, so it's a lot of road, a lot of mountain. And in 2017, I fell in love with cyclocross. And those those three are super um, fun for me. They're they're I, I just that's all I want to do. And I am. Quickly wanting to get in, get into time trialing. So I'm kind of finding that's yes. kind of a knack for me. So yes, yes. your your FTP numbers. He's, he's an engine. Yes, <laughs> yes. A massive. So engine. if it has a bike, I pretty much
1: want to ride it, and uh, I want to ride it fast. So mm-hmm. fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You'll like. I think you'll like time trialing. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just straight up like. How, how hard can you hurt yourself? Yeah. Yeah.
4: No, I, I kind of have been doing some time trialing on my road bike yeah. in what's called the Eddie class, short for Eddie right. Merckx, um, who some of mm-hmm. you know is the, the cannibal from back in the day who set like yeah. some crazy time trial records on his road bike, oh, yeah. not using any TT equipment and hold, held like the hour record for many, many moons. Yep. So they actually have a class where you can race your road bike with no aerodynamic um, advantages, no aero helmet, no skin mm-hmm. suit, no deep dish wheels, um, no clip on bars. You and all can't that wear a on skin side. suit. That's no, interesting. No I wasn't sure. No, okay. no skin suit. Yeah. So um, I've done that race the that racing over the past two years and actually won the Oregon State Championship last year for um, the Eddie class for time trialing. So nice.
1: <laughs> that's competitive. It's surprisingly yeah. competitive. The yeah. Belgian
4: legend would be happy. <laughs> yeah. He'd be very happy with now, that.
1: Now, it,
4: it, it sounds grand, but it really wasn't. There weren't too many people that showed up to that race. A lot of people are kind of you focusing and, on you the and whole four aero other guys. Yeah, well, that they well, were thirty pounds yeah. overweight. Yeah. Well, no, one of the guys was the. I think he was the Argentinian uh, state champion uh, or, or the national champion for um, time trialing, and I he was my Minuteman, and I passed
1: him about halfway through the, the, <laughs> the race. It's weird because at Jack Frost, I felt like that might have been the most competitive division. It was the Eddie oh, division yeah. It was. It, it was
3: people deep. take Eddie like pretty seriously. Yeah. I don't I know out in the Midwest, like, I mean, I know there's, you know, like people take time trialing seriously there too yeah. but any time trialist wants to jump on that road bike and yeah you know, well, and there's a lot of respect the, that comes with that I feel idea, like it's you know? all the
1: all the roadies that are just like oh this is the first race of the season and I'm gonna, gonna do, do it and <clears> I <throat> don't do have a time trial yeah. Like yeah. A, I'm not a stupid time <laughs> trialist <laughs> right. but I'm gonna race hard and they're all really good so. yeah. right. and yeah. for
4: those of you don't that don't know what we're talking about the Jack Frost time trial is kind of like a mainstay right. so up here right in the now. Portland area um, basically it's the unofficial start to the cycling season and it used to
1: be in January or February and now it's been and push back to, to it, March. The
4: first weekend of March, I think they've, yeah. they've done that. But typically, it's pretty cold by our standards. Um, and you know, I remember like two years ago, I think it was 28 degrees at the start. Yeah. So I mean, it kind of held up to his name. <laughs> oh, and then fast forward one year, I think we were at 62 degrees this past beautiful year. Beautiful. Right? Sunny yeah. skies. And it was just yeah. incredible out there. So um, but yeah, that was it's uh,
1: right in our backyard. So yeah. I and mean,
4: usually it's we'll, easy to do it. You'll get several hundred people. I think we had over 300 people this past year. And the Eddie category was probably what about 40 or 50 people deep it was i think it was the most competitive
1: category i really think yeah. i really do think it was
4: so so yep that was a good time all right let us move forward into our first segment, um, the backpedal, and we'll just run through this one real quickly since we've already chewed up a bunch of time here. Um, <laughs> let's talking uh, about ourselves. Yeah, let's just... just Fantastic. Just one, just My one favorite topic. Th- <laughs> <Yeah. egos> here. <laughs> just one quick thing or a couple quick things from each of you um, about what you kind of had going on this past week. Um, you know, I'll, We'll go ahead and start with you, Matt. Okay. What'd what you yeah. have going on so this past
1: week? So we had some decent weather this past week. In the Pacific Northwest, You know, typically in the spring, we get lots of rain, so when the sun comes out you know it's it's great to just um snag the bike and go for a ride and i i think i rode you know pretty much every day this week and um i guess i didn't yeah pretty much you know even if it was like i'm gonna ride to the pool and swim or whatever it was like i pretty much rode every day this week and it was just it was just gorgeous uh so yeah um i've done i got to do some biking this good. week are you yeah
3: getting, good for you you're you're getting some fitness back aren't you
1: you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. He's uh, so secretive about well, it. I'm not. I, re- I mean, I post everything to Strava. Like, I mean, that's like my training log. Like, I post everything there. I am not secretive at all. Um, my secret is how sunburned I got. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. It's not that. And some freckles coming out. It's not that tight of a secret, I guess. I don't yeah. see anything. I yeah. don't see anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still see through. <laughs> so, yeah.
4: Good yeah. stuff. How about you, Evan?
3: Uh, this week has been a busy week in the clinic, which is awesome. I'm getting to see I have plenty of I'm not breaking any HIPAA violations here, but I have plenty of runners and triathletes coming into me. Um little bit nicked up and injured as the season gets underway here. So You are? I love or, yeah. or no patients. no 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 just your patients knock on wood for me. I'm 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 doing okay right now, yeah. But okay.
1: Yeah, just trying to get everybody
3: healthy for the season as our races start. So it's been a busy
1: week. So lots yeah. of work. Have you been getting up early to do your workouts? Is that, yeah. is that your thing? Is your, it's just oh, like four AM yeah. is, is your game? Spend the four to four thirty
3: AM wake up call with the evening training too. So trying to Well We'll talk about that in the next segment. Uh, ha- having some balance issues, definitely. Balance. But um, <laughs> I'm
1: having balancing issues. But,
3: but yeah, we, uh, my, my company, Edge Cycling Technologies. We printed our r- most recent prototypes, and we have some uh, testers out there right now working on them. And we are going to come up with our final, quote unquote, prototype here soon, and it is going to be on the market in no time. Yeah, which is just wow. fun.
4: And just one quick note on that, I think I you know, conveyed a message with you earlier this week mm-hmm. when I was on my phone, I, you get up in the morning and the first thing you kind of scroll through and look at the news of the day. And I'm scrolling through my Google stuff and I, I, I know of your company, Mm-hmm. I don't think I've actually ever done a Google search on it, so I don't think my phone knew, unless my phone is like secretly spying on our uh, our podcast <laughs> it it the, But <laughs> it, it, it came up in my feed. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Is like because yeah. I it, it knows that I'm into cycling, so it's got all of like searching yeah. stuff that it does. But like like the second or third thing in there, there's like a big article on. Edge. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, that's awesome. So I'm like yeah. screenshot and stuff and I'm sitting over there and I'm like, check it out, dude. <laughs> that,
3: that, that actually made my lunch when I saw yeah. that because Shane, so, so my, Buckter, uh, my, my, my buddy um, who is the business owner, part business owner with me, uh, Dr. Shane Page and then uh, John Mesengal and my little brother is actually our, our engineer too. So we're all part owners right now. And uh, uh, Shane and John won a $25,000 grant contest in Ohio for, you know, helping us with production and everything, which is good because we are a small company and do not have massive means for carbon manufacturing. Yeah. So we are using a lot of friends and a lot of resources, and my little brother's luckily had a ton of experience with working with carbon and bikes. So yeah. he is, uh, my little brother's a brand of the operation. We'll say nice. I'm the quote-unquote marketing,
2: but <laughs> the physical
3: therapy and marketing, quote-unquote. There you go. <laughs>
4: Very cool.
2: All right, Lance, how was your week, man? Um, I actually got some miles in this week, you know, with you the did. with Ooh. the weather being nice, I I got out there. I've only been averaging maybe 30 or 40 miles a week for the last several months, but I've already rode like 120 miles this week. So, wow. I have been feeling a lot better. Yes. And and my legs are coming around just a little bit. Yes. So, that <laughs> <laughs> that makes me. Dang feel it! Good. I can't bike with you anymore. Can I? <laughs> yes, Stay you tuned can. for some Lansing on your group road ride. Just in time
3: soon. for the good weather
4: to <laughs> Lance. Good right. timing. Very cool. Anything else?
2: Um, you know, my uh, my my daughter's. Uh, Musical opens next weekend. Oh, the waterworks! Oh, wow. yes, oh the waterworks so are gonna great. be so so <laughs> everybody, intense. Everybody's gonna be at you these shows to... and gonna be looking at me to yeah. see yes. if I'm crying now. I am in you trouble. In, you have to sit in the back. Or something. sit in the back.
3: We're we're gonna do an immediate post podcast <laughs> to that, and you have to bring yourself together emotionally.
1: Oh, uh, you know, uh, I'll that's cool.
3: I'll, I'll go cool. to
2: rehearsal and I'll start tearing <laughs> up. <laughs> Cool. oh that's it. hilarious very cool um okay so musical um they're doing 42nd street at mountain view high school it's it's um may 3rd 4th and 5th and then there's a two-week break and they're then they're having three more things that's so awesome that's kind of a big thing so she's a singer yeah she's got the lead in it so whoa yeah, oh wow yeah, yeah. does My she get her singing chops from you yeah. um I'm a decent singer, but man, my kids are way better singers. Serenade us out. What do you like to rock out to, Lance?
4: What's your your go-to jam?
2: I am a Foo Fighter fan. Oh, yes. A little bit of of a screamer there (laughs) instead of a singer. Strong vocals. Very strong. So that's more or less what I like. All right. Jake, Jake, how was
3: your week? Uh,
4: My week wasn't bad. I am excited. I got to build myself a new mountain bike, finally. Oh, what? Yeah. I I didn't know that. I was just actually just finished building it today, actually. I was telling Lance earlier. I'll give you a 1000 bucks for it. (laughs) Right now. Right now. (laughs) (laughs) My my last bike, I got built up, and I was all excited about it. And Robert Cummings, for some of you who don't know Robert, he's a... he, he's pro uh um, cyclocross racer and he'll probably be pro mountain bike here pretty soon just super fast and he's got a, a big schedule ahead of him and his bike pretty much just took a dump on him and he was looking to get a new bike and um you know we're, we're taken care of by bmc pretty well and i contacted them to get a bike for him and they were fresh out and i'm like oh robert i'm so sorry and he, he basically wanted the exact same bike that I had. I had ridden it twice. I think I put like a total of like 20 miles. Like one day it was like six miles just shaking it down. Then I did another ride, and it was like, it just got done snowing and raining and all kinds of stuff. And all of like the, the, the fun stuff was, you know, you stay off it. So it was all sanitized. I never really got to take it out and put it through its paces. And I look over the bike, and I'm, I'm thinking about this kid that's trying to go out there and get his pro card. I'm like, hey, Robert, you want to buy my bike? <laughs> 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 uh, 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 I'll give it to you for, you know, what what. You know what our team deal is? You, you can have it. And he's like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm like, crap. I was hoping he'd say no, but uh, so um, I was. sans mountain bike there for another stint of time, but I just got a new BMC four stroke um, cross country.
2: I give suspension. you two thousand dollars for it, yeah. <laughs> at
3: least, at least, at least that bike's
2: going fast now. Like,
3: if you're gonna sell your bike to somebody, like
2: I want yes. my bike to go faster Best, than yeah, I yes. made it go. So, so yeah. So, it is
4: doing that and then some. So he's been traveling all over the Western United States um, he's doing mountain it. bike races, just yeah. having fun and killing it. So, but yeah, I got to build that bike up. So I was pretty excited about that. Coached a few baseball games. Got to get up um, bright and early tomorrow morning and drive for about an hour to oh, coach man. another baseball game. Why they're making us drive an hour to That's coach ridiculous. AAA kids that are in like second, <laughs> third, and fourth grade is beyond me, but it is what it is. And, um, <laughs> a quick funny story. Went to the dermatologist. Got some family history of uh, you know skin cancer and all that stuff. So just trying to stay on task. And um, went to a new dermatologist. Never met her before. And finally got back in to, to see her. She's looking um, at my moles, and she, you know, take off your shirt. She's like turn around, and she snickered. <laughs> I'm like, what? And she's like, that's an interesting tan line. <laughs> <laughs> so, got say, oh god, tan line. we could have
1: a bit on
4: the funniest <laughs> tan lines you've ever had. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> the, the, the triathlon tanning, the best oh, yeah. tan line is so is
4: really <laughs> with our tricky. kits. Castelli makes the the arrow race kits. Oh so it's yeah, basically yeah. the same stuff Team Sky is wearing, and it's a, a very thin. Oh, and, right, and, yeah. and I should honestly, I should be getting like a base layer that's got some There's, of that UV um, protection in it. There's a Twitter post
1: from Chris Froome when he just had his back. I saw, I know exactly which picture you're talking
3: about. It was like, it was like (laughs) a screen door had been put on Chris Froome's back and then you just blasted him in a tanning <laughs> bag. It was like it was, like, boom, a, there it it was like a
1: checkered pattern yeah. burn yeah. on his back. And yeah. he was like Castelli. He's a like tail yeah. guy, too. So it was he's very British.
3: <laughs>
4: so <laughs> I got the British. I got the little snicker about that. And man, if I had some comedic timing, I would have said, Oh yeah, have you seen Borat before? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the bib tan town line was there, and it's like the basically okay. coming down the middle of my back. Can, and-
1: can I just say this? <laughs> you know what I hate? Like, so so I'll. Wear either short, short running shorts sometimes, you know, or like even like medium length running shorts. And The bike tan line is a little bit longer, Yep. and I get like the bike, not tan, I get the bike, whatever. This is a triathlon issue. This is a problem. This
4: is really a big problem. This is a major problem. Yeah. Well, you've seen that meme before where it's got all the different people standing in in, in a row, and it'll show all of them with their normal tan lines, and then there's the last one that's the
3: triathlete, and they've got like 14 different tan lines on them. I I mean, you you have the cycling leg pants, you have the triathlon shorts, which is a little bit shorter, Running shorts, which are shorter than that. And then you got the layered up top. It makes no but there's,
1: sense. There's nothing worse than, like, looking down at your running shorts and being like, and my tan line is, like, a foot further down. <laughs> <laughs> you this got, is not a good look. You got no. that Neapolitan thing going on. You got,
4: like,
2: some brown yeah. legs. You got, yeah. like. It's some, like a fade. Yeah. It's, like, it's
3: like a fade haircut. You know, you just got to ease into
2: it. So That's funny. why I train naked. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way to train. That's the only way to train. Oh, my gosh. And it keeps people off of you, too. <laughs> yeah, Nobody wants to follow I mean, no, tra- totally me. Nobody's <laughs> drafting.
1: I'm going to draft Lance. I'm going to draft Lance Romance. <laughs> we, should,
3: we should all go back to racing the Speedos. I mean, yeah. if you want to eliminate drafting a triathlon, just make sure you wear <laughs> no clothes. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that crazy. could work.
4: Fun stuff. Um, aside from that, just a couple training rides. And the one thing that sucked about my week is the way that my week was set up. My, my recovery days are typically Wednesdays. And, oh. and I needed a recovery day because I had a really rough weekend and a couple training rides. And Wednesday this past week was the most spectacular day. And I'm sitting here, and my legs oh. are just like, they're, they're just dead like you stand on you just got that deep muscle ache in there but like the rest of my body's like oh my god look at outside it's so nice we want to go for a ride and I just couldn't do it so um yeah I had to sit there and, and watch everybody posting all their great rides and seeing all these spectacular pictures I think Lance posted the picture of the week your picture of Lackamas Lake was just like majestic picture I'm like and I'm sitting inside watching everybody else do their thing so but that was my week so yeah it was it was a good week but um Still kind of
1: bummed that I missed that one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're gonna have a couple more good yeah. ones this summer. I have a yeah, good feeling. No, I yeah. think uh, I think it's it's the weather's turning around. So I cool. mean, for me, I just like I beat myself up on that run this you know when I raced this past weekend. So the running is what I kind of skipped out on biking i can go out and do easy biking and feel like i'm still recovering i don't know yeah or swimming i can do that to a certain degree too but there's just those certain days where
0: yeah you should rest pushing pushing the
4: pedals like even in an active recovery ride you're not even getting into zone one and your legs are just like no it's just not happening and when
3: and when you're putting in those like cycling intensity hours like that's i mean when you're specific like in triathlon we can use the bike as like that recovery yeah. Yeah. bit but like in cycling it is it is the core of your training so you're putting in 12 yeah. hard hour 15 hard hour yep. weeks so yep. Cool. All right,
4: let's get started on our first topic. Our first topic this week is going to be um, balance. Finding balance in your life as an athlete, and really just taking into consideration um, all of the different things that go into our life with respect to our family, our work schedule, our training se- schedule, schedule, <laughs> and our social lives that we, you know, probably want to try and maintain as well.
3: What's that? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: that's yeah, probably right? the, that's probably, you, probably the, the joke are of it you all. You married right? Evan?
3: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So no, so no, so, no. so we'll have we'll have some funny <laughs> perspectives here, because we have have three wonderful (laughs) married men with children at the table, and one very, very single man (laughs) living in a one-bed, one-bath apartment.
4: (laughs) Um, I I, I would like to start off with Lance on this one, because I think you probably carry the most perspective, and you've had probably the most challenging schedule of anybody I've ever known, and you seem to kind of hold it all together. Is that an old comment?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am an old man. And you're old. <laughs> I'm so old. You're old. You're like five years. You're not that, You're not really that old. I'm 47. You're not that old. No. As a I young think, 47. You're... 43. 43. Matt? 39. 39. Matt's like 23, let's be honest. I have the maturity maturity of...
1: I'm I'm, I'm 26. 26.
2: Okay. I'm almost double Matt Evan's age. Anyway. (sighs) Evan's um, um, Evan is a old soul an and like, well. so up and comer that's well and not an up and comer I'm just like an don't old know technology. Soul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like I hate com- bike computers. <laughs> <laughs> I never wear a
4: watch. Get off it's my right. lawn. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm a
2: 26 going on for like 48 at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know this this topic of balance has been something that that uh, I have I I have stressed about and struggled with for most of my life because Um, I've, I'm, if you can't tell, I'm a very driven goal oriented person and, um, and knowing that I've, I've always tried to do certain things. And for me, there was always four things that I always try to do really well, uh, my work life or school life, um, my family, um, my training schedule and how I trained and, my church, my church service and how I volunteered, you know, my, my time. So there was always four things that I was trying to balance. What I found was I could never balance four things. Yeah. I could usually do three things pretty That's well, pretty good, but I couldn't do four things. I, I, there were times when I was in school or when I was starting my business that my training just evaporated because I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, work eighty hours a week and do some training and have my kids recognize me. I wanted my kids right. to love me and recognize me, and so, and I'm still trying to do something with church. So I could only always balance three things. So th- th- I would go through phases where I would um, do really well at, at keeping up my businesses, and and then when when that would start to fade, I would focus really hard just on training, but I didn't want to give up my family. So my work would suffer. And, and
3: you're like trying to hold water in your hands. Yes. There with that. There's
2: just always so, so there were so many things I, that I was juggling. And then when I stopped training so hard, I would have more, you know, financial or business success because I was, I would able yeah. to focus more, you know, time there. But and and I guess that's why I wanted to bring up the topic because i'm I'm one that's, you know, I, I tend to be a very organized person and being goal oriented and organized and and I, I, I've been very successful in my life. I've had a lot of things go really well for me. And a lot, you know, a lot of that is luck, and a lot of that is my personality, and a lot of that is, you know, perseverance and just hard heartedness. I'm know? not sure if luck has much to do with yeah, say that 80 80 you hour make your own work luck. weeks. I was gonna yeah. say 80 hour work weeks do not just it's happen. Luck. Lucky, lucky. Yeah. 80. yeah, it's just lucky eighty. Lucky 80. <laughs> that's what we call it <laughs> the lucky eighty. But um, but I just found that and that's why I kind of want to bring it up, because even this sounds really Conceded, but even somebody that that appears really successful yeah. like I do, um, I still have struggled with this my entire life, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to balance all three or all four of these things, and I've never really done a good job at doing all four. Right? You know, I, my church service will suffer, or my work will suffer. I have never wanted to compromise on my family because right. It's most important. That yeah. is, you know, I I text Jake all the time when we're talking about trying to connect or doing something, and I always say family first. You know, if there's a choice between me and Jake going on a ride or he's got to coach a baseball t- game, you are going to coach that baseball game because because right. family first. So I've never wanted to compromise on on that. I've always compromised kind of on the other things. I don't know. What's yeah. Your and, thoughts.
3: And not and not to sound like the youngest person at this table, which I am by far, but. <laughs> it is good for me being around kind of you know men like you that that show me that that balance very well and that family
1: does come first because yeah. but I mean, even even at your age like what i remember well actually even when i was younger than you i remember in college this like discussion that i used to have with a buddy who was another collegiate runner at a different school we would touch base like once a week and just check in with each other and it was we would always joke about the juggle of like either it's grades, social, and run. Yeah. it was running yeah. for us, yeah. right? It was like, those were the three things. It was like, pick two, and they're going to be going well. Yeah. Like, you're you're running wh- absolutely horrible. Like, grades are good, and you have a girlfriend. And it was like, you know, oh, you're running great? So You know, sorry about, Pride sorry, about, you broke about up, sorry, you broke up with that girl, right? <laughs> right? You know, whatever it was, right? So it's like, yeah, even back then, for me, that was 20 years ago. Like, even back then, like, we were dealing with some of this, similar issues and now i think you know now i have little kids and it's just like yep you can't there's no borrowing from that nope there's i mean that's just not an option no so for me it's (laughs) work just just gets absolutely slapped right like it's it's sad actually how how you know i mean i have i have the way my work goes is it's super you know cyclical Cyclical, like you have these just crazy weeks or whatever and i just i just i let my training suffer for that time and then I'll have, like, um, times where it work's down, and I'm like, then I train. I train a lot. And it seems to work okay, you know? I don't know. I mean, like, I, you know, I'm always this close to, you know, my wife just walking out the door. <laughs> uh, That's also but, just because yeah. she's so much cooler than she's you know. Is the so f- she's the better one, so don't she just lose her, her, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I know, yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's just, like, this struggle that anyone that does athletics can relate to. And probably whether they're in high school or college and they're doing athletics or whatever it is or they've got family and kids and they've got jobs and i imagine that every every one of our listeners can relate to that yeah
3: i think in 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 a weird way it's kind of a metaphor for and just being a physical therapist i get to see the non-athletic population and then a good portion of my people i treat are the athletic population and i see I, and, and this is gonna be a very biased opinion. I'm sure there are examples of the contrary, but most of the people I see who have athletic goals as they age are the better family and professionals too. Family men and professionals, family men and women. And I think that's because athletics shows you that that ability to get up early to put work into something that has long term. Uh, you know, benefits from it and not that immediate gratification. So it kind of trains that into you. And you're know, willing
2: to suffer for yeah, the greater good. Exa- exactly. Yes. And that's,
3: I know growing up with, I mean, my mother was doing ultra marathons and Ironmans when I was growing up while getting a master's degree and raising me right. and my brother Crazy. in a military marriage, you know, so she was, you know, at, at times when my dad was gone there the the whole time. And I mean, just seeing that as a young kid, seeing like, oh, she wakes up at 345 and goes for a run every day, mm-hmm. like At the age of twelve, I started waking up at six a.m. because I'm like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So,
4: do you guys ever find your lives being kind of eclectic in terms of like just how your day flows? I mean, that's kind of how I describe my day. Is like, it's like it bebops all over the place. You'll get up and get started at like five thirty-six o'clock in the morning, and I'll do. God, I, w- I should sit down and take make a list of all of the things that I will get done in the course of a day, and how it bounces around all over the place. And the only way I can do that is if you look at my desk; it's just full of these little yellow notepads, and I've got like a to do list and agenda list and things. And I'm constantly checking off for every single. I love thing. your
3: notepads. I remember we went yes. to a meeting once, and I love like for me being not a technology person, I loved that Jake during that meeting opened up a notepad. He's yeah. like, "That is awesome. That is so cool." There's something about the just writing it down yeah. and having like where you
4: can manually check something thing off your list there's a sense of gratification there so um you know that that's how you know staying organized is like super important because if you're not you're just going to be haphazardly going throughout your day like you know trying to take a ship from here to there without a rudder if you don't have that rudder in your life you're going to be screwed so um
1: yeah i'm i'm I definitely am a paper-pencil guy, which is mm-hmm. a super weird. Like, yeah. it, I just yeah. feel like if you're at a meeting, you know, to break out the laptop and take notes, doesn't seem so right to me. It's yeah.
4: Yeah, I don't know. And just writing it down and then coming writing back and down. putting it into the computer later on if you have to. is just a way of, yeah. like, reaffirming. But um, my days just kind of, they, they bounce all over the place. And there is something that about Matt that I appreciate, too, because he's kind of in the same boat that I am. And we're, we're all busy people. We don't mm-hmm. have any shortage of uh, free time on our hands. Yes, And I, I love the, the text. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe, Sorry. maybe, maybe Lance. Right, one now. guy at this table is earned every time, but yeah, it's well earned, though. But I'll, I'll get a text from Matt, like, Hey, writing 10 minutes, let's go. And it's like you know what? I, all my notes are here. I know exactly where I need to pick up, and I got to get this done. And it's just as efficient. And I'm not going to dilly dally around. I'm gonna run upstairs, put my kit on. I'm gonna um, and I work from home, so it's really easy. And, and you know, grab something, throw it in my back pocket while we'll eat while I'm on the bike, and we'll go knock out like a, a really functional, effective ride that's you know an hour or two hours long, and, and we'll go yeah. from there.
1: And and. Just as many times is you get that 10 minute ride notice and we actually like are able to make it happen, which is amazing. But like probably at least half or, you know, whatever there are times when I'm just like, nope swamped with work yeah or or you're like i've got like 10 bikes ahead of me there's no way i can't can't go out yeah i'm like dude i feel for you i feel for you because it's like sunny and beautiful yep and you can't go ride so yeah yeah.
4: and i think for me i'm kind of blessed in that i i i'm the chief cook and the bottle washer around here so i can do my work at any time of the day so if i'm behind and i need to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go do some wrenching or go do some website updates or go blast out some emails I can do that anytime. I can yeah. work whenever I want. So I can create mm-hmm. pockets in my schedule. I don't have your typical nine to five where yeah. you're, you know, responsible to the man to get your stuff done. And I can try and, and, and just manage my day yeah. accordingly. Sometimes it will suffer when it starts to pile up or if I've right. got like, you know, thirty people from the team and that's not uncommon. Like I'll get contacted by twenty or thirty people in a day needing something or wanting something or having questions about something. And then you get, you know, just all the other stuff you add on top of that. Sometimes I'll get a little backlog, but I think people kind of understand. But.
1: Yeah. And I think you borrow, you can, you're, you're borrowing time from somewhere. So yeah. sometimes that's just sleep. True. Right. Where True. it's like, uh, yeah. okay, I, I would love to go just do a quick yeah. little ride, yeah. but you know, you know, that extra hours coming yeah. from, you know, the middle of the night or whatever yeah. it is. So you're going to be working. So do you
4: guys, any of you guys have a problem saying no?
3: Yes. <laughs> Very, very, nope. very big problem with that. <laughs> Not anymore, but, but before, did you, like but when did you, were you in, lance? Yeah, did you have a problem? When you, you know? were in the throes
4: of did, working at three different practices and right. managing in, your family, And being well, in the medical field, I want to hear this. Well, yeah.
2: anything that I didn't feel like I wanted to do, I delegated. I had twenty or twenty I had twenty employees or something, okay. you know, for a stretch of eight about, or nine what years. What
1: about church though? Um, that's it's it's hard because yeah, you probably I told the church know a lot. Did you? Okay. Well,
2: <laughs> I bet you. Told Shame me. on you.
1: No. Shame bet, on you. I'm I'm guessing that you told the church yes a lot. As yes, well. I did. I've, so yes, I, I know did. that there's. I just know I have lots of friends and I'm just like I know how
2: like how much work is
1: involved. It's just like oh
2: yeah you you know. There's There's, things
1: that you want to do. Yeah, there's things you want to do. There are things
2: I definitely want to be a part of with the church, and that I want to, you know, do my part to to help and serve other people. And so I, I did that. But yeah, there were a lot of things that that when I was, I'm kind of in the same situation that Evan's in, where you know my schedule was you know eight to six every single day. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't. I had to be there in yeah. that office from eight to six. Now pa- I, patients are real understanding no, when you're like, eh, right. 2:30, yeah, two thirty. Yeah. So I, but I was able to do a lot of things in between patients. You know, I could answer emails, I could do research, I could figure things out, I could plan things. But there was no training or family things happening any day between eight and six, that just never happened. I didn't have that kind of flexibility with the schedule, mm-hmm. even though yep. it was all my schedule, my offices, but that's the way I built it. If I, right. had done, if I hadn't done that and built them the way they were, I wouldn't be sitting here right yeah. now. You, you yeah, you gotta, I
3: mean, and that's the thing, when you're the guy running the clinic, you gotta be the guy seeing the most patients yes. is how, I mean, and that's yeah. how-
2: Well, I was the only
1: provider. Old, the only old guy old. seeing yeah.
4: patients,
3: even more stress yeah. there, yeah. You so. know, what I find difficult
4: is working in an industry that you absolutely absolutely love and adore yeah and like everybody wants to talk to you about bikes and that's for me that that's that's difficult sometimes like people want to come here and they want to talk about bikes but guess what i want to talk about bikes too and it's it's not uncommon for me like oh crap i just talked to this guy about bikes for an hour and a half right i,
3: I could have got so much to i guess so much to do <laughs> i think i think i was so i'm gonna tell a story about jake here so you guys understand like how for one good of a mechanic he is just just as a wrench but also like Anybody who's been to a bike store, shop, and I worked in a bike shop, knows this is not common. Jake barely knew me, like really knew me, maybe for what, like two weeks, Jake? And I had Chattanooga, the world championship coming up last yeah. year for 73, and I needed a tune-up. And I was, the who's worked at a bike shop is listening to me right now and be like, oh, I want to punch that guy in the face for yeah. even doing this. <laughs> but I had like, what, two days of the race, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it was just... I had been stressed with work, getting everything done, every, and the, the race was lasting on my mind for a little bit. And I realized I need to tune up bad. Yeah, you did. And I just <laughs> go to Jake and I basically, like, here's my bike, fix it. I mean, just the, I was the worst human. And being a poor bike mechanic myself, I was bad. I, oh, I hated even me doing that to you. <laughs> but Jake took that bike and in an hour, two hours talking, he knocked it out, boom, I'm good to go at that point. I mean, just like, Anybody who's been to a bike shop knows that is not a common occurrence. No. Would you say that was like the most important
1: race of your life? Uh, the, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. World championships. Yeah,
3: I mean, it was. It was the only time I. I that was my first world championship. So I. I cool. qualified for the olympic distance before but was injured for it yeah. so yeah that, that that for me was the biggest race and just amazing. jake understood that for me and it was it was very i, I, I try and take that
4: into account with people for the most part i mean yeah. if it's within my control i always try and turn it around for them quickly mm. um you know there's sometimes where things are out of your control if you need a part or yeah. someone sends you the part wrong part uh, several times yeah sorry last
2: <laughs> it's all good yeah <laughs> i got eight more bikes in the right <laughs> there oh, never mind so, that comment. But I, I, nice one. I
4: know that feeling i i, I know that feeling and i try and help out people and i i will say no if i have to but when i know that you're in your situation that's important and and Mm -hmm. it's important that that you have what you need at at your disposal and you know that it's going to be reliable for you and you know that you're going to go out and perform on it and you don't want to have to second guess that you know and there's already enough stress that goes into a race and you don't need to be like like sitting there tapping your watch you know saying you know please hurry i gotta leave on a flight in like an hour and you're still (laughs) not done with my bike you know I, i didn't need to do that to you but yeah what else i mean in terms of balance i mean what what is your like do you guys have any like tips or tricks or like you know like hey this is my honeycomb secret for how i make things happen and lance talked about not really putting more than three things on your plate at a time yeah is that kind of like yeah
2: your- and the biggest thing for me is 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 you got to be organized. Yeah. You have to take the time right. to, to organize things. Yes. If you're not organized, yeah, I think that that's yeah, definitely it's going to fall apart.
4: Yeah, I think for um, us married guys, Evan, and you might want to take this in consideration oh, if you're I'm ever going to be I'm taking notes on all of this right? <laughs> I really am. <laughs> Find a spouse who is understanding of what you like to do and yeah. and, and make sure that you um, you pay it back. You know, you, yeah. you pay it back in spades. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My yeah. wife is so understanding of my schedule and I'll still occasionally get that little stink eye. You know, you walk in and yeah. you're like, you said you are going to be home two hours ago. Yeah, It's, you know, where have you been? <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I'm typically on the bike for an average 10 hours a week. And then mm-hmm. you take into all the other preparatory stuff or the travel time that goes into things. And sometimes you're looking at 20 plus hours that you're out doing stuff on a bike on top of working full time. Um, if you... If, if you don't have a, a spouse who's understanding of that and you're not upfront with them and, and you're not paying it back to them in, in terms of like, you know, if I come home and she's been with the kids all th- for all day right. and pulling her hair out, you know, like, who cares right. how tired you are? You know, don't go in there and just melt into the couch. Do your best to, you know, yeah. you know go That's, pump yourself yeah. full of caffeine and go take those kids and give them a, a little. Uh, it's hard. That's know, a hard part off. of it.
1: I mean, my wife is good. Like she likes to run, and so like she likes to run in the morning specifically. Yep. So it's like it's nice. Like every morning, I'm like, "Go for run, go," you know, do your thing. And it's she's a different person yeah. when she's she's done a run. Yeah. And your wife runs too. Same so. same
4: thing. Yeah. She gets yeah. up and she's out running. I'm not kidding. You, like four four thirty five o'clock. Sometimes she's out running with Makes friends. Big
1: so. difference. So yeah. you know when yeah. you get married, Evan. Just know full well that you know, I think, your exercise I think comes second. This
3: is a th- th- this is an interesting conversation because I'm kind of in the throes of being out of balance right now. I would say so. Seeing three people that have achieved balance oh, is good for yeah. me. But that
1: that's so you have learned nothing because <laughs> we, just we are you all never the problems we had. <laughs> we, are, is, we are never in balance. It's, this is all. It's all, always. i like It's falling apart. It's it's,
3: it's so seeing my training hours come down a little bit this year. Right. I think I think I'm still gaining some speed, but the training hours coming down a little bit has been tough. So I think it'll be a slow sort of like all right, we're going down from that consistent <laughs> I think 20 to gets, 25 yeah.
1: hour week down a
2: little bit. And it gets
1: really hard when you have kids too. So it yeah. does. Yeah. It's but, a lot more complicated. Yeah. There's
2: things you have to be at that right. you can't miss. And yeah.
1: it's mm-hmm. it's that tricky balance of like when you have little kids, someone's got to watch the kids. Yeah, so yeah. either you're like we m- on weekends, my wife and I are like all right, you go and then you come back and then I go and then you come back. They can't and then like watch themselves. Like you can't just like. I'm hey, finally getting into hey, that situation. Hang out there, kid. For we're a my second.
4: oldest, she's a certified babysitter now, so oh, we're starting to lean on that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. not for long chunks of time, but like there might be an overlap where my wife's still out running and I need to get out on a ride. And like, hey, you know. Abs, you're going to go watch your brother and your sister, and she she's super responsible, and she's got the ability right. to contact us on our phones if it's necessary. Huge. That makes a difference. It's a Can't nice wait. nice commodity, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, anything else? Any other little
2: tips, Lance? Uh, you know, uh, you guys talk about writing things down, and this is something I've said before, but I have actually have a little black... Book, a little black moleskin book Lance okay, Romance oh, we were all oh, leaning wow. in at the same wow, time okay, that was terrible thing.
3: Lance Romance <laughs> yeah. referenced a black book we got is a little black book <laughs>
1: the Lance Romance <laughs> black book that could be a second <laughs>
2: have to read one (laughs) (laughs) thing as your black book each section lance i need to borrow that black book (laughs) (laughs) well the thing is this this little black book that i keep it's it's uh it's been all my my business and investing notes over like the last seven or eight years and uh, i've always told my kids that it's my million dollar book because it's going to make me a million dollars yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it worked Cool. How much <laughs> would you had a boy. Being, being somebody
3: going into the medical field looking to start my own clinic, how much would that cost me <laughs> <laughs>
2: to look at? I've I've been uh, I, I've been approached several times to sell my little black book and it is not leaving me. <laughs> I'll pay I'll pay per page. I'll pay a hundred thousand per page.
4: <laughs> All right. I think one last thing that I can add to is just um,
3: Yes, Matt, please. I'll, I'll have another little yes, glass of beer. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> um, Matt, would you mind sharing is, what beer you're drinking now, by the <laughs> way? Really quick.
1: Oh, uh, Sorry. Um, yeah, tonight we are drinking um, a beer called Bodhisattva. It is uh, from a brewer named Georgetown Brewery, and it is from Seattle. I picked this up at a... Growler fill place called Grapes and Growlers in Camas, Washington. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that place. I mean, this beer is fantastic. So if I see it on tap, I'll typically pick it up. It's it's excellent. IPA, full of flavor. Yeah. Tastes great. It's, um, it's actually really good, yeah. Yeah. Less filling. So. Um, no, it's really filling. <laughs> cool. It's great. <good>. <laughs> <okay. laughs> was, was this one yours? No, I think it was the one that's
4: closer to me. But I don't know. You don't got cooties, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, At least I, I hope do. not. Um, but... Having, I don't know, Matt, you're, you're starting to get into this and and Lance, you've maybe had some experience with this and Evan, maybe at some point in time, it sounds like you had some of this with your mom, but Mm -hmm. competing and, and training and doing all of these things with your family. So like a family that races together,
2: a family that trains together, a family that rides and runs together. Um, Is that a... Almost every destination race I went to, I would take my family with me. Okay. If, if I was running the Boston Marathon, I took my family with me. If I did Ironman Canada, then everybody went with me. Mm-hmm. If, um, uh, if I was doing a cyclocross race in, at Alpen Rose Dairy in southwest Portland, my family went with me. Very so cool. that's Did that they was, ever compete themselves? Um, th- uh, my wife has run a couple marathons. Okay. She has, and my kids all did um, some triathlons when they were little, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it never went beyond that really they Breakpool. all they went the musical theater out except for my son who did track and field all through cool. high school yeah. oh cool yeah
1: my wife is racing a half marathon this weekend yeah yeah so i is that eugene is she, no is she um a- eugene marathonist this oh, that's weekend a marathon. that's a well fall, they man. may have a half i don't know mm-hmm. um but there is i don't remember the name of it um but it's downtown portland mar- half marathon i can't remember the name of it race uh, for the roses that's what it is. Is Race that what it roses. is? Is that this weekend? Or I don't know. What's the What's the <laughs> What, so. it, what, what does the solutions. money go to? The Alberine? I, uh, I don't know. Anyway, I think it is Race for the Roses. Yeah. Anyway, she's done that one a couple t- years, and actually, she's done a fair amount of half marathons. She did the Vancouver half. I mean, so she, you know, she doesn't just family. do these. She flies she's, through them. Well, she's wicked she fast. Knows she's t- fast. She's just talented, man. Like when when we said better half, we were <laughs> we were not joking. She she, you know. She gets up in the morning and she runs and but I don't think she trains like that intensely. But she can like she can crush a half marathon. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I think uh, her PR is like one thirty eight or something like that in wow. a half. I mean, it's
3: moving and
1: and like her background is gymnastics, so she, you know it's just kind of like whatever. I, f- I feel like if Strength she had decided, power. yeah, if she decided to do cycling, she would you know we'd prob- she'd crush all of us yeah. basically. So mm-hmm. yeah,
4: better half. Yeah, better half. Well, there you go, folks. That is a little bit on balance. And I wouldn't I would I wouldn't mind coming back to this again in the future yeah. just oh, to kind should, of touch base face and kind of keep each other in check. I mean, there's, that's definitely one of those things. I, I struggle with saying no sometimes. And I, I, I currently right now have,
3: probably too much on my plate.
4: That's because
2: you're like the nicest guy on the I know, planet I've met. I know. You won't say no to anybody. That's the problem Jake. with
3: being like a bike mechanic who always says yes is like, that's a lot of work yes. and everything else you have on your plate. Like yeah, it is what
4: it is. But I, at the end of the day, I have fun. And I don't, it, since I've like like basically fully committed myself and immersed myself in this industry, I don't feel like I've worked a single day. I honestly, God, I don't. I, I sometimes wake up and say, "God a blessing." What are you doing? <laughs> so, and it's been fun watching it grow and flourish. So, hopefully, it doesn't change. And if it ever feels like work, then maybe I need to reevaluate and start saying no more often. But all right. But let's, um, let's move into our next topic, and we will kind of fly through this one because um, we are getting short on time. Imagine that. <laughs> balance <laughs> is a big topic. That's, yes. that, that's a big we, we topic. We need to work on our podcast balance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, wait, I got another story. We'll about. address that next session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bunch of blowhards with too much to talk about. <laughs> got to love it. Um, wish list. Matt, what is on the your heart. wish list Jeez. right now? What, is, what are some things that you want?
1: Yeah. I saw this topic come up and I don't have a, a great, um, list of things that I, you know, I have, um, three bikes, which uh, three, you know, three or four bikes. Uh, and this, to you that, don't have or four. Do you have three or I, four? I, I, I got, a, I got a lot of bikes, <laughs> but I, Five, I, six. I only have one power meter and I ride the time trial bike a lot actually because you know i do triathlons and i ride the road bike a lot because it's a great bike um i would love to have like just an um that did you mention the garmin vector s anyway the pedals yeah so this is a power meter um that's in the pedals and i feel like the i don't necessarily need um two dual power meters like i could get by with like a left only power meter for the road bike or maybe i might move that over to the triathlon bike because i feel like in triathlon you're going to put out pretty much steady watts right mm-hmm. like you're yeah. not going to have these like oh we we stood up and we hit this hill really hard and you know my left balance was way off and i was putting a when you have like a you know when the, when you have like a, a pedal power meter basically you're putting out watts on the left pedal, and you're putting watts on the right pedal. Uh, and they sell, like, the left-only pedal. And the way that it works is they take the power from the left pedal, and they just double it, and they're saying, like, that's your power. Yeah. So it's not as accurate as having, like, the dual-sided power meter. But for me, I'm thinking, like, hey, that would be a nice-to-have. Mm. It's not something that I need, right? Yeah. Like, they're I mean, just spendy. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, power meters are spendy. You know, they have come down a lot in price, in the past probably two years or so. Yeah. So, you know, I think maybe like a left only power meter that I could put on, you know, a bike that I'm not super worried about, like, you know, power spikes and things like that, where if you're having that steady power, it won't be as quite a big a deal to have the power meter just take the power and double it and give you a, like a good idea. Like for Ironman races or a lot of triathlon races, you just kind of want to like stay at a certain number, right? Like 200 watts. Yeah. Like, I just want to mm-hmm. hold 200 watts-ish for this particular race. And if you're 202 or two or 197, like, that's fine. It's close enough, right? But if you're doing, like, a sprint workout, you kind of want to know if you're within 10% of where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, I think that the, the, you know, the single-sided power meters versus, like, having some more information, you know, is one of those things where, you know, pick and choose your battles and save money where you can. So, so yeah, so that's my, uh, that's my wish list, yeah. Cool. I, How about you, Evan? I would. So
3: I'll go away from the tech stuff because, as everybody knows here, uh, I have very little good knowledge no to share when it comes to tech. Anything anatomy, <laughs> anything like that, we're talking <laughs> physiology, <laughs> I can share. But yeah, so I like my my, my wish list is I just want to have like a couple good swims this year and races. Oh boy. I do. I I've, just like, I've been putting some work in, in the pool. I'm feeling better. And like, I just want that to actually translate to a race for once. You know, like, yeah. I'd like to not have to chase through the first 10 miles of a bike and put on my FTP just to catch the lead group. Like i am getting a little bit tired of that. So maybe, you know, just one, just one would be nice. That's good. Just one. Maybe St. George just like come out with the lead would be (laughs) great. Oh, Santa. Can I have a good swim? That's like my (laughs) one wish for Santa is like, I just want to go sub 28 and feel good about it.
1: What are you missing in your swim? And skill. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, he didn't uh, start swimming when he was yeah. three years old. So I
3: think my it is it is a very economy based energy economy based issue. Gotcha. Um, I am I have worked on it quite a bit, but I definitely am not the smoothest swim stroke so in you're the world. Not fluid in the fluid. I am not fluid in the fluid. Well, no. he
1: is. He's a very good swimmer. Like he's you know he's amazing in the water. It's just one of those things where if if I go in a you know if I race. 14-year-old girl who I know that I'm probably two to three times stronger than that person, I know that she will absolutely crush me in the water. Yeah. It's all <laughs> yeah. about like she, feel of the I mean since She was three years so right? old. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's feel of the water, right? Yes. And it's just like stuff that you, it's very hard as an Smooth adult. efficient yeah. strokes that you just right. get ingrained in you as a child. And it's it, as yeah. an adult, it's like you're pretty much you have no chance. Well, I'll you yeah. tell you
4: what. If you want to feel really good about yourself in the water, I'll go
3: swim against you.
4: Hey, we you got this feel fantastic, fantastic we gotta, about yourself. You just we got to
3: have these. Pod- we got to have these podcast <laughs> contests. I mean, like this summer, we're, we have some fun ones coming we're, up. We got to sprint off between oh. me and Matt. Swim off between me and <laughs> <laughs> me and Jake. We
1: gotta, I'd be not halfway done with the bike Lance, by the time I get out of the water. Lance,
3: Lance is <laughs> getting in on quite a few of these.
1: <laughs> Lance Romance is in on all yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, my right shoulder doesn't work,
1: man. I'll just be swimming in <laughs> circles. Duck <laughs> swimming. Uh, One-legged yeah. like duck. Yeah. Broken. If we if we set up the course, that if it's circular and just, the right, just the right <laughs> radius. Yeah, I'd be like got, NASCAR. He's got to make it just the first one back. I can
4: make left-hand
2: turns. As long as the course is right, you're going to crush that swim. How about you, Lance? What's on your Wish list. Uh my wish list, um I want a sixty uh, seven Corvette Stingray Ooh. in black. That's what I want. No yes. yes. to match your black book. That's right, to match my little black book. No, actually I'm not really a car guy, so that's really not realistic. What I do want is an adventure van. If oh, you, don't yeah. we all? Yes. Oh, man. Those are getting really popular nowadays. And now that you're that, that retired guy, you yes, have right. to have your adventure van. It's, I need an adventure van. It's got a bed and a sink and an <laughs> air conditioner in it and a spot to put four bikes and a yep. paddleboard on top. Sp- and Attach a little home <laughs> to <laughs> just <like> live on <laughs> yes. a mountain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. little Mercedes so, Sprinter van, a
4: 170. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what Six I want. Six-cylinder,
2: four-wheel drive, diesel. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's big wheels. I can just go. Don't we anywhere. all? Yeah. <laughs> but the, honestly, those are a hundred grand too. Yeah. Oh yeah, built out their hundred grand. You yeah. like, it, you could get a used one for eighty. Oh, yeah. They're oh not. Oh my gosh. They're okay. not cheap. Yeah, yeah. You, you can also get now.
4: yourself a uh, you know a C class super C you know with a garage in it and and <laughs> right, like thirty <laughs> like thirty feet or something like that for the same price. But you know,
2: yeah, it's not. It's our cool little van. actually it's my birthday this sunday yes and Ooh. what's um, it, your birthday it's Whoa. my birthday, day and my daughter always just messes with me because she's like dad you buy whatever you want so i don't never know what to get you right. all i want from my kids is a well worded letter yeah something <laughs> personal I just want them to write me a couple paragraphs about how cool I am. <laughs> oh, you, you
3: want them to lie to you. I well, want them to lie to me. I think, I think what Lance really wants for his birthday is just an amazing performance by his daughter so he can just be brought That's to right. tears again. That's right. <laughs> she, doesn't she doesn't no, have to perform. She doesn't have to Just
2: She's going to walk across stage.
3: <laughs> I think my wish list is to get a video of that.
1: I <laughs>
4: awesome what
2: about you matt or jake
4: i am really really wanting to get a new time trial bike oh and yes yes, oh, yeah. I, yes. Need, I need a new t te- a uh, new cross bike too so i've got bike envy of two different bikes that i've been like drooling over i've <laughs> been uh two competing women there that's exactly <laughs> <awkward. laughs> um, i'll probably end up getting a cross bike first because i'll probably get more use out of yeah, it this season you will and uh, that was another one of those things. I don't know why. I got I to gotta say no, guys. I got to learn how to say yeah. no. Like, I, I just got a new KTM Canic, and it's an awesome cross bike. And um, one of our teammates really wanted to get one. And guess what? KTM was sold out. And it seems to be a habit. Uh, <laughs> Once you got that TT so bike, remind me to ask you if I can add that. I think <laughs> I maybe got five or six rides on it. And I did, like, oh, gosh, what was
1: it? I did one One maybe two races on it And he ended up buying it I'm like Were were we talking about this Before the podcast Like when I first met you It was like Oh he has One bike And it was (laughs) was (laughs) He's he's like Everybody's taking his bikes He's (laughs) like He's got a You know like Just like You have You might have like Just warehouse full of bikes Yeah But you had like a bike you know you had like a mountain bike i think you did have a mountain bike and a road bike but still it was like you know i'm going out biking with this guy who's absolutely destroying me and i've got you know four bikes or whatever it was like this guy has a bike (laughs) and he's just he's like that's my bike this is what i ride people come by the shop and they they start like you
4: know getting biking and i don't have a lot of stuff hanging i don't have a lot of inventory um i'm one to you know, not really keep a lot of inventory around and keep overhead kind of low so I can pass deals on. And people see your personal bike and they're like, ooh, that's <laughs> a nice bike. Yeah, I'll <laughs> steal that from you. Can I buy that from you? I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to learn how to say no. But um, those are the two things that I really kind of are just wanting to to, to get into my, my garage and I'll probably buy them and probably sell them to somebody because they'll come over and get bike envy. But um, I'm, I'm going to get the... Another cross bike. I'm hoping that BMC comes out with a, a, a new upgraded cross bike this this summer. If they do, that will be very high on my priority list. Um, cool. And then I'm looking at their uh, their Time Machine, their TT bike as well. That's Ooh, a yes. that's
3: a beast. It's a sweet little ride. And you got to be a mechanic to buy that because that is a difficult bike to work on. Yeah, M- the more difficult, the better. Man. I was gonna say for I, you, that's the perfect I, bike. Yeah. For most people, it'd be like, eh, you might want to reconsider that time machine. But yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's got a lot of little nuances to it for sure. Yeah. So. But that thing is fast, and that those did really well in wind tunnels. Yeah. It's a slippery bike, that is for sure. Yes. Yeah, so, all right, so we
4: are about out of time here, fellas. We're gonna do our one last thing. So we'll run around the table, it, it, open to anything, no holds barred. You guys tell us one last thing.
1: Matt, start us off, buddy. I, uh, yeah, I always get to start us off. No, uh, one last thing. Um, I'm, you know, we've we've had some warm weather, and I'm starting to think about like open water swimming. And one thing that Evan and I actually talked about in the water last year was like, what if we had, uh, you know, like a, a weekly swim where you know. We actually kind of like went in the water and, and went hard or whatever. So that's what I'm gonna put together this summer, starting June 7th. I think it's gonna be on Thursday nights. So if you guys live in the Pacific Northwest area, so that's you know Portland area. I mean anywhere close to the you know this particular area. We're in Camas, Washington. So if you guys happen to be listeners that are close to this area, and you're willing to try some open water swimming. Uh, The way it's going to be set up is it's going to be super chill, super relaxed, absolutely free, and we are going to just um, try to keep it, like, pretty mellow, just... Um, there will be some people on stand-up paddle paddleboards and some people on kayaks and things like that for safety. But once a week, we're going to get together at a little lake called Fallen Leaf Lake in Camas, Washington. And, um, it is the perfect little like it's, open it's, water place to practice. Yeah, it really it's is. Not, it's not a big lake at all. So, um, we'll probably set it up to where, you know, the first month we do like a single loop for a thousand meters and then the next month we'll do 2000 meters. And then for those that are willing, you know, maybe the third month we'll do, uh, like three loops for 3000 meters. Yeah. So it's not a huge Lake at all. But, um, the idea is that, you know, we go to this little Lake and and swim once a week and, and do some fun stuff. And, um, it seems like there's a lot of interest. So we may yeah. do some really fun stuff, like put a timing clock out uh, and just, I, I actually think we'll have a, we a decent number of people. come up with people. like different paced races, you know. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be yeah. really cool to see off in waves. There's yeah. some good swimmers in the area, so there should be fast people to work with. You know, and there's people that are just learning to open water swim, so that you know, mm-hmm. don't feel intimidated. Be for everybody. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It'll be for everybody. So they'll and there'll be there'll be buoys too to sight. So if you're a triathlete in the area and you want to practice some of your open water swimming, this is a free, easy way to do it. And we may even do some things like, you know, cookout afterwards. So even if you're not a swimmer and you want to come out and just laugh at us. That's an option too, and you might be able to grill out and have drinks or whatever you want to do. So that's uh, that's gonna be called the Fallen Leaf Lake Swim Series. Yeah, how far would you say Fallen Leaf Lake
4: is? Well, we'll just say Camas. How far would you say Camas is from say like downtown so, Portland?
1: So yeah, so it's gonna be at six o'clock on Thursdays. So if you're you'll probably want to leave work at at five ish to get over there. Um, it's typically only like I'd say thirty minutes. If there's no traffic but if you're leaving from portland and you're going to camas and you, you've got to cross you know a bridge you're looking at a little bit of of traffic to work with so so i would give yourself that extra time and if you show up early and you have like you know and you're sitting on your hands there's just ridiculous trails that you can run um to warm up that trail system so nice yeah it's just very fun it's, it's absolutely just beautiful trails so yeah at so six o'clock Yep, six o'clock. So I would say thirty minutes or so from Portland. Let's and, and realistically, it's actually an hour when you're actually dealing with traffic and stuff like that. So yeah, you'd have to give yourself a little extra time leaving work. Does on, that ever on get that time
4: ever get pushed back? Because up here in the Pacific Northwest where we live, in the the height of the summer, right. I mean, it doesn't get dark until ten o'clock at night. No, and, so. and
1: that's that's the goal is that we're not swimming at night um, for safety reasons. But yeah. um, the only problem that we have with that park is that it gets rented out a lot ah. and. If it's rented out, I'm going to, I'm going to set something up to where people will be able to, um, put their emails in and we'll actually blast out like a, a large email to people and, and let them know, Hey, the park is rented. You know, this is not an option for this particular night. We'll have to push it back to next weekend. Or the other option is there's, there's two other lakes basically across the street. Um, so that they're just not as nice. So it would be something that we would do like unofficially. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Evan. One last thing, buddy. Uh, one last thing. I'll, I'll put in a plug for myself here. Uh, doing our running gate program, uh, running gate analysis program at ProActive is really taking off lately. And uh, my mm-hmm. schedule is filling up quick with runners, triathletes, and fun endurance athletes. So I'm excited about that, but definitely would love to continue to take new patients as much as I can. Trying to work out something where um, I can start working with people outside of the clinic as well to kind of free up the schedule a little bit. Uh, but yeah, anybody who is looking is nicked up from running, which is, I think Matt would agree is every person who has decided to, to go on a run is usually nicked up. And even if you're not,
4: this is a big, tall ask, but let's just pretend. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big pretend if I was a
3: runner and I were to come to see you, (laughs) (laughs) what would I expect to see and how long would it take me? Uh, so usually what I do is, uh, it is going to be a one hour evaluation if you're doing it in the clinic. Mm -hmm. So if you're seeing me at proactive, um, obviously needs to be covered by insurance and all of that good stuff, which our billing department handles. Um, and basically what'll happen is I look hands on at you for about a half hour. Uh, that's looking at your skeletal system, your anatomy, everything like that. And then I watch you run. Uh, what I like to do is I like to say that you know, once the foot hits the ground, everything changes, mm-hmm. which is a saying in this, in this field. And, you know, I can look at your anatomy, but I, I need to look at you actually run. So we do have a treadmill that we have, uh, people run on and we use an iPad and basically slow-mo your running gait, And you're able to look at it yourself on a screen that we have up there. So it's, it's cool to watch yourself run kind of, you know, we all have a picture of a I know in my head I look roughly like what Elliot Kipchoge looks like when he's striding out. <laughs> and yeah. then I watch myself. I'm like, ooh, that's that's not Elliot. No, <laughs> right. that's not Elliot.
1: <laughs> I know. I f- I'm just like Mo Farah. I know, He's closing in that Oh, no? I swing my leg sideways? That's no, like- yeah. My
3: head's tilted to the side. But Wait yeah. a second. I
4: look like Jake running. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah
3: no it's um it's it's very much it's not meant to overhaul your running gait it's it's trying to come to an understanding through your training and what weaknesses you have to build yourself into hopefully a pain-free runner and get you through a season so and obviously i have a lot of triathletes right now triathletes and cyclists and swimmers absolutely welcome too.
4: well go check out evan and the team over there at proactive physical therapy they are doing good good stuff Lance, one last
2: thing. Um, I'm going to brag on my daughter a little yeah, bit. This yeah. is a, n- another daughter, my other yeah. one. I've got a 21-year-old daughter. Her name's Kelty. She's in college, and she's studying uh, video editing. Oh, cool. And um, she just directed a, a documentary that she just released really? today. Oh, my gosh, That's oh, amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's it's only eight- or nine-minute-long documentary. It's about... Um, it, it's about the Colorado River and the conservation that the river companies take to try to preserve the beauty and natural element of the Colorado River. And so she's a river oh, wow. guide. I was a river guide when I was in college back... Is there uh, anything that you didn't do? I know, but... Or whatever. won't do? <laughs> so I was a river guide for a couple years. So my my daughter, she's been a river guide for the last couple of years uh, during her summers and. She produced this documentary called um, A Delicate Balance. And um, I shared it on my Facebook page and it's on YouTube as well. And I watched it today, and guess what happened? Oh, uh, tear. Yeah, oh, I cried. Up. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Real I, quick,
3: <laughs> so if I were
2: to hop on- a <laughs> YouTube
3: video of
1: you crying <laughs> <There's> watching no, <laughs> this? There's no YouTube video of me So crying. this is Kelty. Yeah. Kelty.
4: Yeah, if I wanted to watch the video and I went to YouTube, what would I search? Uh, search a delicate
1: balance. A delicate balance? It's about, a it's about balance. seven down there, and if you look for Kelty, you'll- Kelty you'll
2: Hepler, right? Kelty, K-E-L-T-Y, Kelty Hepler.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. He's, a delicate balance, yeah.
2: so-
4: Matt has it pulled up.
1: She's that interviewing different guides. So to this is amazing.
2: Yeah, gonna yeah, start cool welling up it. on us, Lance. Yeah, I might. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm actually in it too. That's not why I plugged it. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. but that's are awesome. You, are you are you like a stand
3: in? Like no, a, I'm like, like a, a as a former river guide. Oh, got it. Yeah. It's like a, like a handing down the yeah, the,
1: right. the, 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 the gauntlet. Yeah. Anyway. That's super it. cool. Yeah.
3: How about
4: I'm going to throw a curveball at you. How about one tip of the day as a dentist for us folks that oh, brush our teeth on um, a daily basis? What's one cool little dentist, dental, dentistry,
2: making up words here, tip that you could throw at us? Um, you'll, this might be weird to hear, but um, you don't actually have to use toothpaste. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so, are you kidding me right now? What is... So, it? If you, if you so, put water on wait, your toothbrush and yes, just give it a go, Yeah, so, the scr- it's the scrubbing motion. It's just
4: knocking off the barnacles it counts, right? That's
2: right. So when you're... Um, it, plaque forms, it takes a good 24 hours for it to actually stick to the teeth to start doing damage. If you're brushing your teeth twice a day, and even if you're not using toothpaste... You're you're knocking off that plaque, and so you're preventing cavities from happening. However, most people don't do that well enough twice a day, and so if you're using toothpaste, it's better. But you don't actually have to use it. I actually learned that so, in dental school. So I brush twice a day.
3: Does every does everybody at this table brush twice a yeah. day? Sometimes I mean, three times. I'm, sometimes Yeah, yeah okay. I know
1: exactly. It's like after I'm always aging two me on the dot. Yeah. so nice to, but. I mean, my kids. Sometimes I feel like I'm just like pulling teeth trying to get them to brush their teeth. Mm-hmm. Well, Dumped. one of one Are of you the reasons every other parent on I know. the face and of the one earth. One of the reasons <laughs> is because it's like the last thing that we do before we go to bed. Yeah, and that's like and they're tired, and, and then the day's done. The morning it's like we're you know it's we've had breakfast and it's like time to get ready to go to school. So it's like two difficult times. Yes. to begin with. I don't think it's the brushing the teeth part. I think it's the time of day, and it's like. This is the bedtime process, and I
2: hate going to bed. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, that's the thing. If you're brushing your teeth actually once in every 24 hours, you're just doing the bare minimum. Yeah. So if you're doing it twice a day, you're doing the right thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay, good.
4: Let's say right. that you can only choose one. You can brush your teeth or you can floss. Oh, you got a brush.
1: Got a brush. So. Yeah, a brush. Okay. Okay. Well, didn't... I, I feel like I have read some study that they were like flossing your teeth. No, that was, was BS. Was BS? Okay. Yes. Flossing okay. your teeth is good. Yes. Okay. Th- thank you for
3: saying that because <laughs> yes. I, I floss
1: once a day. When I, I know the study Matt's referencing. Right, and right? I read that study.
3: I was like, there's no way. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. And,
1: yeah, and I talked to... The study was BS. I talked to another person. They were like, no, you're definitely... It's definitely good. You're, you know... I thought that the way that they referenced it, it was like you're, you're basically... Like keeping your gums from—this is probably a, a horrible discussion to have on this podcast—but <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're strengthening
2: your gums and things like that yes. to, that re, you know reduces the chance for um, uh, infection. I've seen hundreds oh. of people who brush their teeth religiously, don't floss their teeth. You look in there, you take X-rays. Oh, you've got fifteen cavities. Oh boy. Yeah. So that's oh, this, you don't want that. Yeah. Floss your teeth too. Yeah, yeah. them both. We might
4: have to come back on a few yeah. of these things. My, this is this is One dental tip is <laughs> Yeah, going. I know. Actually, I, keep, I like it. Down. Yeah, Keep them coming back for more just for <laughs> the <laughs> dental tips alone. <laughs> oh, cool. Jake. Anything else, Lance? we all good? No, I've all already right. shared too much. One Thank last thing, you, Jake? sir. One last thing. I am getting excited with this weather. It's got me excited for short track coming up. I, that was another thing that I jumped into for the first time last year. And sh- what short track is is um, Portland International Raceway. Which is kind of renowned for it's a like a race car track. They have a fantastic, um, like road bike race that they do there on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. Well, starting June 1st, they shut down the, the road racing and then they go into their infield, which has a motocross track on it. And they it's like half motocross and half like cyclocross. And it's a course that's usually about a mile and a half long. And they pump hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people through there in these races that go off in three or four different heats throughout the day. And they'll they'll send them out like on a you know like maybe every minute and you're out there with about what would you say maybe 100, about hundred two hundred people or I mean, something 100 like that
2: hundred maybe at the most yeah and
4: it's pretty easy to get I mean they're pretty wide lines and it's easy to get around people and it's a lot of fun but you just go out there and you're just running in the absolute red for about thirty five minutes yeah and you're just red line. hammering just having like this. Incredibly fun time, like despite the fact that you feel like you want to die and you're you're <laughs> sucking in all this dust and whatnot, you just you finish and your your face is covered in dust and you get this big like pearly white smile and you're like wow that was fun. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that coming around. That's about a month away and um the oh. the warm weather that we've had these like past few days has really kind of got me excited for that. So short track is fun and I'm. Um, Also very excited with uh, the fact that I've got this mountain bike that's built up and ready for me to rock and roll and the weather coming around, just going and doing some of these uh, unplugged rides where we're going to go out and we're going to – no agenda. We're going to take pictures. (laughs) We're going to take some food and just go out and explore and have fun and stop and kind of smell the roses, for lack of a better term. So kind of excited about that. So good stuff. Cool. All right. Mm -hmm. So before we close things out here, I wanted to um, basically – put out some plugs for us. We now have a Facebook page. If um, you guys are interested in following us more, we will post some more pictures up and talk a little bit more about ourselves and give you guys some information about what's going on with us. But you can look us up on Facebook. Um, You can find us at Dialed Podcast. And you can actually find us on Instagram, and we'll start posting some pictures oh, of the um, gram, the gram, the IG. <laughs> Did it all? For the maybe gram. some of the pictures that we've been talking about. Maybe Lance can send me, uh, or he can post up his picture that he took this week. That, it's going to be yeah, all, Lance all Lance pictures. It's going to be all Lance pictures. He took a picture of. of uh, Lackamas Lake is just beautiful. Yeah. Week. It's pretty it spectacular. So spectacular. we can share some of that stuff and maybe some of the tech that we're talking about and just kind of give you like, a, some imagery of the things that are kind of cool that we're talking about. And you can find us at dialed podcast and that's going to be on the Instagram. So give us a follow. And, uh, Say some nice stuff, and if you want to tag us in some stuff that maybe you're you're thinking is kind of cool, or you want us to check out, um, you can just hashtag Dial yeah. Podcast, and we'll uh, we'll check it out.
1: Yeah, and we'll try to read comments as well. Uh, so if you guys have questions or suggestions, we can actually take a look at comments on Instagram or Facebook or. Um, Potentially, you could actually just send us an email. So Jake, what's the email? Yeah, just
4: going to get into that. Um, Each one of us, you've got Matt at Dialed Podcast. You've got Evan, E-V-A-N, at Dialed Podcast. You've got Lance at Dialed Podcast and myself, Jake, at DialedPodcast.com on all of those. Um, If you can't remember our names, (laughs) you can always just send it to info at Dialed Podcast, and that will definitely get you pointed in the right direction. You can also visit the Dialed Podcast website. um, That will take you straight into the the Dialed Podcast website, where we're going to have all of our podcasts posted up, and um, you can find us on all of the other uh, podcast mediums, um, whether it be iTunes or SoundCloud or whomever. It'll be pretty much everywhere. Um, you can check us out there, or you can go to thedialedcycling.com, and that will help you um, kind of navigate your way in there as well. So that's uh, kind of our little social media plug and and ways that you can get in touch with all of us here. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Sound good? All right. It's exciting, yeah. Well, on that note, I, again, want to thank Matt, Evan, Lance. Thanks, guys. Good chatting with you as always. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. (laughs) Jake
2: does all the work here. We just show up and rattle off stories. Yeah, Uh, that's it.
4: Yeah, i got to learn how to say no and put you, <laughs> <laughs> you jackholes to work. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I should start giving Fair him like, yeah. more food, like bring dinner at least yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thanks, guys, and we look forward to having you guys all come back soon. All right, you guys have a good one, and bye for now.